You're listening to The Sigrun Show, episode number 345. In this episode, I talk to Kerry Murphy about how to overcome your fears of video marketing. Welcome to The Sigrun Show. I'm your host, Sigrun, creator of Samba, the MBA program for online entrepreneurs. With each episode, I'll share with you inspiring case studies and interviews to help you achieve your dreams and turn your passion into profits. Thank you for spending time with me today. Building an online business takes time. I share with you proven strategies to help you get there faster. You'll also learn how to master your mindset, up-level your marketing, and succeed with masterminds. In today's episode, I speak with Carrie Murphy, who is the host of the Inspired Living Show on YouTube. And she helps passionate entrepreneurs ignite the power of their brand. She's been featured on CNN, ABC, CBS, Fox, NBC, and many more. Before we dive into her interview, I want to share a review from Apple Podcasts from Susan from Germany. Sigrun has many top hints for every entrepreneur. She shares valuable content, which helps me a lot to run my business. In every podcast, you will find another smart tip, which is a part of a greater picture how to run a successful online business. Thank you very much, Sigrun, for your great podcast. Well, thank you, Suzanne, for your review. I would also appreciate if you left a review on Apple Podcasts and maybe you will hear your name mentioned in an upcoming episode. Go to sigrun.com forward slash 345 and there you will find links to Carrie Murphy and the show notes of this episode and there you can also still get on the waitlist for the Selfmade Summit. Soon, tickets will open up, but there will be a special offer only to the people on the waitlist. So make sure you sign up right now. I am so excited to be here with Carrie Murphy and talk about how to overcome your fears and be seen on video. Thank you for coming on the show, Carrie. Oh, you're so welcome, Singren. So happy to be here. So first, I need to tell listeners or those who watch this video later how we know each other. So we met each other through the premiere program with Ali Brown, and I have met so many wonderful women then, and among those is Carrie. So I'm super happy that also you're coming on the show to share your background, your story, and how you can help women with video. Oh, thank you so much. I love what you're doing. I love the online entrepreneurs that you are creating in the world. And we know they all need video, right? Every single person who wants to build a brand right now, whether you're selling a widget or yourself, right, needs to be seen. And so I'm excited today to talk more about that. So before we dive into that, how come that you know so much about video? Good question. <laughs> Well, let me tell you, I started out modeling and acting when I was 11. I grew up in the 80s, really wanted to be a supermodel here in the US. It was a big deal. And so my mom put me into these little uh, modeling and acting classes at a agency in Portland, Oregon, where I grew up. And Singren, I just fell in love with the ability to emotionally connect through a lens. I don't know what it was. I've been a performer my whole life. And in my early 20s, I started my first business. It was an interior design business. So I come to you with 
I cannot believe I'm saying this, over 30 years of on-camera experience, good Lord. As a talent, I used to own a talent agency. I love developing and cultivating talent. And what that means to me is we all come into this world with a unique genius and a unique gift and a unique way to connect. And yet most people have no idea how to do it and how to really stand in it and be proud of it and to make a difference with that it factor that I call it. So, you know, so I love sharing that and helping people do that. I've also been an entrepreneur for over 20 years. So I'm not someone that just brings like a media coaching and someone who's been an actress. I really come as someone who's been a talent, a brand manager, an agency owner, an entrepreneur, a philanthropist. Like I'm really about helping build socially conscious brands that change the world through helping people create impactful messages. But I know that you did something special to land an anchor job at the Golf Channel. Oh, yes. You are not a golfer. I am not. Let's just be very clear. <laughs> I am not a golfer. So so how does someone become a host, a a host, host? on the Golf Channel? Oh, the Golf Channel. And you don't even play golf. Well, here's, here's the funny thing, Sigrid. People are looking for you all the time. My question is, how do they find you? So while I owned my talent agency in Portland, Oregon, I booked a job as a spokesperson for a golf tea time website. Now, this is not the Golf Channel. This is a subsidiary that now the Golf Channel owns. But it was like, you, want, you know, you're traveling, you need to book a tea time. And so I would show up on the screen for you. And I was a spokesperson for two years. Now, here's what's funny. And I tell people this all the time. We want to show up perfect. We want to say everything right. We want to look right, whatever that means. And the Golf Channel found me on YouTube, YouTube through my blooper reels. Now, I did not know that I make animal noises when I mess up on camera. I'll do a couple for you. It's kind of fun. Like a monkey, a bird. I don't know. I don't know. But that's what comes out of me when I mess up. I don't curse. I just make funny noises. And they thought that was pretty hilarious. So they would put out these blooper reels on YouTube. And Syngren, it was just great affirmation that people want the real you you know, they don't want the perfect stuffy put together, the version of ourselves we think we need to put out in the world. They want to see the behind the scenes. They want to see the funny, the sarcastic, the witty, you know, the Gary V, the offensive. That's what they're looking for. And so I got my first national hosting job with the Golf Channel through my blooper reels on YouTube. Kid you not. That is just amazing. So we are always trying to be perfect, especially women. We have this perfectionism syndrome. And then it's actually the videos that are not so perfect that show the real us that makes someone want to buy or hire us. Yes, yes. And I just, gosh, you think that that's such an easy concept, but the minute people press record, their brain goes into that perfection mode and that like host mode or the actor, or I have to be on now. And I really love working with people on retraining their mind. So when you press record, it's just another conversation, right? But the key, and this is what I tell everyone that really changes everything for them, is that when you're pressing record, you're not talking to everyone. You know, you're not reaching millions of people. You know, your goal is to reach one person at a time. And so when you start speaking, speak to one person. That's it. You're talking to one person at a time. And when you do that, Singren, like the fear 
and the pressure of like showing up and being on goes away because you're more in your heart space. You're more settled in. You can intimately connect. I say video, unlike a stage on a stage, you have energy. It can be big, but video is very intimate. It is a one-on-one conversation. You're not speaking at someone, right? You're not hosting something and and our businesses, right? It's all about engagement and connection. So you have to be willing and able to emotionally connect with the person on the other side. And you do that by knowing who it is intimately, demographic, psychographic, where they're at, what they struggle with, what they want. The more you know that when you press record, it is such a different experience, which is the mastery of what I teach. (laughs) Mm. Well, it's pretty much like when you also record a podcast, you are speaking to one person and you know you're going to be in the person's ear. (laughs) So it has to be directed at that one person and not like an audience. Right. But the difference between video and podcast, which I love them both, is that video, I see you. And with audio, it's more singular, like auditory wise. But with video, I get to see you. I can feel you. I can hear you. Your nonverbal is just as strong as your verbal verbal communication, which again, on a podcast, you don't get to experience all of that. Now, I'm a huge fan of podcasts. We're actually launching our podcast soon too, which I'm very excited about. But video is different. We can tell immediately, right? When you look at someone on camera, if they're authentic or not. Yeah. But this is also the reason I don't take the audio of my video and repurpose it as podcast. I know a lot of people think that's a great idea and it does work for some. It's exactly for that reason. You said it's the difference. I will speak a little bit differently on video, knowing that you see my body language and all of that. Uh, then when I am going into the microphone like this, right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hair in a bun in your yoga pants, right. It's just, yeah. And again, I love that too. The thing is you can do that on camera. People really now more than ever are looking for sincere, authentic connection. We've all, you know, seen the bots. We've seen the automation. Now we are both big fans of automation. I think it's amazing to leverage that. But if people are feeling that the brand and the message is not authentic and it's not truly connected and focused at them, they will go elsewhere. And I feel like with the platforms we have, you know, I always say I had to audition to be on camera growing up singing. I got told a million gazillion times, you know, and now we all at any moment have these platforms where we can put ourselves out there. We can go live, we can create channels, we can create ongoing content. So it's so exciting. And yet it is a cluster because there's just too many people out there trying to use something that they've never been trained for. And again, growing up, I mean, I cannot tell you how many acting classes I took. Any great talent here in Los Angeles, if they're not working, they're in an acting class, honing their craft, just like what you teach, right? We're constantly teaching entrepreneurs how to grow their business, but no one is investing in themselves with teaching them how to be on camera. And so it's just a little maddening for people like me who know the effect it could have if they just took the time to get trained around it. So someone listening might be thinking, Ooh, I can't press that <laughs> button and go live. I'm still scared. Actually, I was doing a, like a mastermind marathon last week or week before. Huh? Time flies when you're in New York, <laughs> as we're recording this episode in New York. And um, one person said, I'm so scared to be visible. And I'm like, you're currently on a Facebook live and hundreds of people are watching. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> so how does someone overcome that fear? 
first of all, I just want to just acknowledge that fear that if you are a human being with a heartbeat, you probably have some sort of trepidation or fear with putting yourself out there. And it's very human of us to like, your brain goes into fight or flight, right? Like I do not know what's happening right now. We're conditioned. Our ego is conditioned to protect us. So there's nothing wrong with feeling that. The thing is, you know, how are you letting that fear stand in the way of your greatness and what you're able to accomplish in the world? I always share that Oprah was told for many years, she didn't have a face for TV. Imagine if she listened. She's self-syndicated. She really is self-made. And she's a pioneer, a visionary, a movement maker, a billionaire, you know? And she's just one of millions of examples of people who are told no their whole life and stayed committed to their cause. And that's what I feel is is at the at the crux of, of the fear. It's like you have to be more committed to your purpose and your passion than you are this need to be perfect. Just going to say that one more time. Yes, please. You need to be more connected to your purpose and your passion than your need to be perfect. It is not sustainable. It's not actually even human. None of us are born perfect and none of us want perfect robots speaking to us, you know? And it really doesn't matter what the outside vessel looks like. Now, I grew up in entertainment. I love good hair and makeup. I love a little glam. But for anyone to look at me and compare themselves would be like me trying to compare myself to someone that I'm not. You know, growing up in entertainment, we said, you know, there's already this famous movie star. You don't need to be this person. The more you try to imitate someone, the less authentic you are and the less work you'll get. Um, So the same thing goes for us as entrepreneurs, as visionaries, as leaders. It's okay to feel the fear. It's all right. You're normal. But then really understand the impact you can make. And if you don't believe that you make an impact, then maybe video is not for you, right? But if you know you can make a difference, you know you have a message to share, you know that one person you're talking to, and you just keep doing it. It's that Malcolm Gladwell 10,000 hours. Why am I so confident? Because I have done this probably 30,000. I can't even imagine how many hours I've been on camera in my life. And I wouldn't dare go into uh, ER and try to do surgery on someone and I've never done it before, you know? So it's like the practice creates the confidence, you know, the, in the doing. I say confidence doesn't come from thinking. It doesn't come from writing it out. It doesn't come from preparing. It comes from doing. And the more you do anything, the more confident you get. So feel the fear. Get really clear on the purpose, the passion, the message, who you're serving, the lives you're changing. And then really get over yourself because video is not about you. And when you look at the people in the world right now that are moving mountains, that are causing momentum, that are creating global change, they are not models, they're not actors, they are activists, humans, CEOs, leaders, just like us, even though you're stunning, Singren. They're just regular people, Brene Brown, Seth Godin, Gary Vee. I mean, there's just a gazillion people that it's not about what you look like, it's who you be like. And the sooner you get that, man, I mean, everything in your life will open for you, not just your video and your business, right? Can you tell I get passionate about that? Yeah, totally, (laughs) totally. But I got to admit something that I am struggling with. I don't have a problem going live. I did not take acting classes, but since I was a child, I was like, oh, I love stage. I'm going to do something on stage. That's why I'm planning a conference (laughs) next year. Yes. Doing my first webinar. Yes. It was a weird feeling to talk to this, you know, whatever, you know, you don't see the people. Yeah. (laughs) I wasn't even looking in the lens. This is one of uh, my team tells me, Sigrun, look in the lens. Do you know what they've done? 
they've actually put a little picture of Martin, my husband, next to the lens. So it makes me look up. So, but I want to look at you right now as I'm recording this. So it, I'm like, I know I'm not looking in the lens all the time, but yeah. So looking at my slides or whatever, I was like the first weapon, I was weird. First Facebook life was weird because you get these comments coming in and, but then it be, turns into a normal thing. But what I still procrastinate on like crazy is pre-recorded videos. Until I get my hands on you. Yeah, I I know. I'm actually going to do training with Carrie and I'm going to do a Facebook live on how that is all going. But now I want to hear this for our listeners. Like some people might be struggling going live, but I struggle with pre-recorded video, which sounds like a crazy thing because you can edit them, but I would like to do them right and not have to always go back or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. What does right mean? What does it mean? But I think a lot of it too, Singwin, is when you're live, you're more in flow. There is an energy. There is an energy exchange. People are right there. You're seeing comments. You're answering questions. You're in the moment. I'm going to guess you're a quick start. Like you love to be like, you can think on your feet, right? You, you love the interaction. You don't get that in a pre-recorded video, but you have to create it. You have to understand that there is that person on the other side. And I think what I will be teaching you, which I I teach all of our clients is the format. So how to structure your content in a way that's organic. It flows. It's not scripted. I say you cannot be scripted and authentic unless you're a trained talent. You cannot be thinking about your words and be emotionally connected at the same time unless you know your stuff and you have done it for a while. So it's just a muscle, right? But what if? There was a way that you could structure your bullet points and your content. So it gave you structure. So you weren't worried about messing up or going down a rabbit hole, which I used to do all the time and not know how to get yourself back out of it. So you had structure, but it gave you organic flow to really make sure that you are emotionally connecting with the person watching. And that really is, you know, what I teach is, you know, what to say and how to say it, you know, in a way that feels authentic. And you have to remember though, Singren, that when you press record, in a pre-recorded situation, there's still that one person on the other side. It is a dialogue, not a monologue. And so you have to allow yourself to, to think, give someone time to think, laugh here, take a minute, get them to engage, right? So it's like the power of the pause and all of these things that I will be teaching. But the format, the structure is where I feel really saves people, like starting with the why which is why they're there watching you. Don't start with you in a pre-recorded video. Start with them or start with the story that comes back to me, the listener. So in video, it's remarkable. We have three to eight seconds to keep someone's attention, to get and keep. Three to eight seconds, that's it. So what should people do in this three? Or, or let's say if we walk people through that structure just now, and I will do a Facebook Live once I've done the training. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, the rough outline, obviously, uh, you know, people would like to understand what that outline is to prepare for a video. Yeah. So Simon Sinek talks about, right, the power of why. I was teaching this before the TED Talk came out, and it is, it's not new. In any sort of marketing, you always start with the why, which is why should someone listen? Why would the consumer care? What's in it for them? You know, WIFM, what's in it for me, the person watching. So you always want to start, especially a pre-recorded video, because you're probably training or teaching or doing something in that video, that you start with the person watching instead of yourself. So a great example would be instead of, hi, I'm Carrie Murphy. Welcome to my show. I am so excited that you're here because in the last 30 years being on camera, in the last 20 as an entrepreneur, I have some things I can really share with you today. 
Okay. That is one way to start a video. Another way to start a video is I know that you want to make a big difference in the world, that you know you need to be on camera, and yet the thought of showing up scares the bejesus out of you. You don't know what to say. You don't know how to say it. You're not sure what platform to put it on. And because you're stuck in overwhelm, you don't move forward. Hi, I'm Carrie, and I so get where you're at. I have been there. I've been on camera almost my whole life, and I still struggle with what always to say and what to put it out there. And so in this video, I'm going to give you the top three things you can do to overcome that fear and really understand how to show up powerfully in your business. So notice again, I wasn't in host mode. My voice wasn't up here. It was like, hi, you know, it was really brought down. And I started with the why, the pain or the challenge I know people are having when they click play. Does that make sense? Yeah. Absolutely. Huge difference. Huge difference. And the person watching is going to go, oh my God, they're talking to me. This is so me. I want to listen in. That three to eight seconds is what keeps them. And notice if I talk about me, they don't know me yet. It's not intriguing enough to keep them. Now, if it's JLo or someone who's really well known, then it doesn't matter. They're going to watch regardless. But when you're starting out and you're putting out content, you want to hook them with why they should care about what it is that you're going to talk about. Okay. So that's what I say first. Why? And then I go into why me. So you need to position yourself as someone that they should care to listen to. So that's where I'll share a little bit about a childhood experience. I always say when I first started watching myself on camera, it was like a horror film. Like I'm watching out of one eye. I was like, Oh my God, I look like that. I sound like that. And that little girl still lives in me. I don't care how old I get. I don't get, I don't care you know, how often I do this. We all have that little person inside of us screeching when they see ourselves on camera. I share that because it makes me relatable, right? So you want to share positioning pieces about you. For example, the 30 years, the 20 years working for Richard Branson, all of those things. And then, you know, the relatability is important to bring into your videos. So you, you don't look like you're just at the top of the mountain. I say people admire people at the top of the mountain. They won't work with them because there's nothing relatable, right, about them. So this is where sharing the struggle is important because it creates this real bond with your tribe. And I'm focusing kind of on the website video that we're going to be creating, but then you go into the, what you do, what do you do? I help people show up authentically on camera, learn how to leverage video to grow their brand and help them make a bigger difference in the world with their gift. That is what I do. And then how I do it. I can do that through my two day on camera training, through my online programs and my live events, right? I'm just covering over. Now, if I was teaching, I would bullet point out those teaching points and then a call to action. This is where people drop the ball so much. They're like, thank you for watching. I'm like, no, no, not no, thank no, you no, for no. watching. Tell them what to do no, next. No, no, no. Yes, you need to have a call to action. And it doesn't have to be salesy. It can be, hey, I'd really love to hear your thoughts on this topic. You know, is this something you struggle with? Please post your comments below and take a second to subscribe or share or whatever it is you want them to do. You need to be strong in your call to action. If you need help on this, you know, jump on the call with my team and I so we can help you figure out what's the best way for us to help move you through this and get you a different result. So you want to play. That's a good call to action. That's yeah. a good call to action. And you want to play with it. I mean, don't just do one call to action. Try many of them. Like marketing should be fun. Your video, your message, it's going to change. It's going to evolve. We can't get stuck with just this one, this idea of just one thing. We have to be playful and be willing to experiment until we actually reach the tipping point, right? Where, you know, it's like, oh, so much work. It's so much work. It's so much work. 
And then momentum starts to take place, you know, which is a whole nother can of worms. <laughs> so if someone is kind of like, okay, I'm ready, I'm going to try out what Carrie talked about. What do you suggest to do next? Go on Facebook Live? Is that the easiest way to start? I actually think Instagram stories are the easiest way to start because they only last for 24 hours. <laughs> and, and, it's a, and it's a fun, easy way for you to like just get on camera and start talking right? I do think lives are great. You can pre-record. I have a Facebook group where you can like come in and post your videos and we'll give you like feedback. And it's a really amazing community. So just start. Yeah. Whatever you feel most comfortable with start Instagram stories is kind of where people are right now. Facebook live is great, but it's becoming harder and harder to reach people. That's why we're getting people to Facebook groups, but whatever you will do that will move you forward, just do that. You know, if it's pre-recorded, do that. If it's a Facebook Live, do that. Just do it. Just do, do it. Just do it. <laughs> okay. So should they always be teaching something? Like, I, I guess people wonder about, okay, I'm going to do it. What is the content? Yeah. No, don't always be teaching. I mean, would you want to show up and you're just always getting taught to? I mean, it's great when you want, you know, when you want to learn. But again, with anyone we're choosing to invest any amount of time or money in, There's a personality around that that drives us to listen. So I actually have five types of videos that I teach. You want to learn them? Yes. You want to hear them? Yeah. Give it. So give it. Here we go. <laughs> give it to us. Um, the first one is positioning. That video is on your website. Your website will convert at over 75% better, if not greater than that, when you have a video on your site. Like we spend all this time building out our sites to help drive traffic. But then the average bounce rate is eight seconds on a website. Like people have no idea why they're there, why you, all the things I just talked about. So when you have that positioning video on the top line of your site, meaning I don't have to scroll down, they're going to convert at over 75% better. They're going to stay. They're going to go deeper. They're going to know what to do next. They're going to know they're in the right place. And that positioning video, I feel, should be high quality because you wouldn't want someone to walk into your home and there's a video of you, you know, with the garbage in the background, the kitchen mess, the, you know, bathtub. I mean, I have seen it all. <laughs> so I suggest this be, you know, well-produced and it's about 90 seconds, 90 seconds to two minutes. That's all. And you're just getting them excited and curious about what's next. And you're guiding them through that client journey. So that's the positioning video. The next video, and this is the video that will drive your brand. These are the videos that will take you from doing pretty good in your business to becoming well-known. And that is personality. People want to see your personality. By the way, I see so many amazing people. They're on camera and they're just stiff as a board. Like there's just no personality. They don't emote, right? And video is about emotional connection. It's why we love movies. It's like why we love great shows. So you need to tap in and be like, okay, am I emoting? Am I showing emotion? Am I getting people excited? Am I getting people scared? Am I getting them curious? Am I getting them passionate? Am I getting them pissed off? Whatever it is. There are people out there doing all of those things and doing it well. So personality videos to me, Singren, are kind of like the behind the scenes. Like you coming into New York and showing your studio and how excited you are. And maybe there was some trepidation of leaving your home for a month. Like people want that. They want to be like, oh my God, where is she right now? What is she up to? And they don't want just the highlight reel. You know, they don't want just you on a yacht in the Bahamas. Those are great, but they also want to see you with the, like for me, when I was a single mom with my daughter, I would do walk and talks on camera, literally baseball hat and sunglasses with my daughter in a stroller talking about something. And those videos always got more likes 
and more comments than anything professional that I did. So it really is kind of pulling back the curtain of your life and you get to decide how much you want to show, but you got to share something besides your business and what you teach or else there's just no emotional connection. And I can't see myself in you. We buy from people we, we see commonality in and that we can aspire to. So personality, product videos are, are what I consider the teaching videos. They're your weekly blog, your YouTube channel, your pay to play. Maybe you have an online program that you've created. Product videos are great. They're you know, a great revenue you know, generator in your business. And they're also a brand generator. Like product videos, you want to put those out on a regular basis. I have three types of videos we put out. We have ILTV, which is my interviews. We have Spotlight, which is kind of a pay to play where you can come and I share your story with you when we build the set. And then there's my educational and training videos. We put out a lot of video content. And those to me are my product videos, right? They're all around the IL product inspired living. And then there's promotional. I cannot tell you how many people don't ask for a sale. One of my clients had a Facebook group where she went live every week. She had 400 people in the group, never monetized it. After she came to my It Factor training and she implemented the format, she went back into her group and closed $30,000. She just didn't ask. There was no promotion. And you can actually promote your products and services in a way that feels really good. It can feel great and authentic and service-oriented. So promotional videos and then proof. The last video, and I think one that is often missed and really vital, is social proof videos. Get videos of your clients talking about you, doing whatever it is you told them to do, overcoming a fear. Like the more other people can be talking about you on camera, the better. Because again, we see it, we hear it, we feel it. So those are my five types of videos. Beautiful. Love it. Yeah. I'm excited about my website video. Your positioning. Positioning Positioning video. video. Yeah. Yeah. I've thought about it for a long time and I've seen other people's, let's say, brand story positioning videos and it does make a lot of sense. It, it's another thing that probably you procrastinate on for a long time, but I do think you need to have some clarity on your message and your business to make that. I, you know, It's probably not the first video you create when you're starting out. You know, that's interesting because we have had people come to It Factor and they're just starting out and that two days really shapes the message. You also have a pre-production call with our producer, but I would, I would tend to agree with you, Singren. Like if you have no idea what you're doing, probably not the best time to come invest in a video for your website. There should be at least a base, at least a base that we can work with you on. Um, so when you come, we, we're just shaping it and we're crafting it. Like you do not need to come work with us with your message because most people don't really know the clarity of it when they come to us, but they know what they do and they know the results they provide. And from that, we can craft a powerful message. But I would say just start, you know, I did hundred webinars in 1100 days. So that's pretty much a webinar every, every 10 days. So that helps a lot, but still, like I said, still I'm scared to do like pre-record videos and because you can go back and edit them and you start to edit them. (laughs) See, I don't. With my videos, I'm usually like, I'm a one take, like I just do it. And however it shows up is, you know, I might go back and redo one thing, but my team, we do very little editing because I know my format. And I just go and I talk, it's authentic. And then I don't even think about doing it again. Are you kidding me? Like, I just like, can I just get it done the first time? And every once in a while, I'll need to go back and redo something. But I don't give myself that luxury. And it's actually harder 
Like I would rather just do it once and speak it through and be done, whether it's perfect or not. You know what I mean? That's the same thing. So when I finally get over my <laughs> procrastination and do a pre-recorded video, I probably do uh, two, three starts. And then the fourth time I just go through the whole thing and nobody needs to edit it. So yeah. But, but if you just didn't do that to yourself, if you're like, this is it, I'm just talking to my person and whoever it comes out is perfect. Right. I think the structure for you will be helpful because again, when you're trying to think and you don't know where you're going next, there's where you get the errors, right? Because there's no dots connecting the content for you or the viewer. But once you have that structure, you just bullet point it out. And every once in a while, I'll need to pause and I'll ask my team, what was that one bullet point? Okay, great. And I just pick it up. It's a quick edit and I'm going through. But I don't stop myself and, and go back through and redo it or else I would be there forever. Yeah, yeah. Carrie, this has been wonderful. And now, <laughs> Thank you. there is nothing holding anyone back who has been listening to get over their fear and get seen. One more question. How, if, if someone is doing Facebook Live, like how often would you say that they should do it? You know, with anything, the more consistent you are, the easier it is for you and for your potential consumer to connect with you. So I think if you're going to do a Facebook Live, I would try to schedule it at the same time, maybe every week. If you can't do it every week, every other week, but just put yourself on a schedule. Now, I'm saying this and I am the worst at putting myself on a schedule. <laughs> but I think when you're starting out, like it's almost like you know when you when you start working out and you have to put it on your calendar, you have to hire a trainer, you just have to show up. If you block it out on your calendar every week, every Friday at 10 a.m., I'm going to go live and you just start forcing yourself to do it. Again, that confidence muscle will get developed and you'll find too that you, you, it's fun. Like we just got off a live call with my inspired living business community. And I was like such on a high because you just, the energy, the people you're in your zone. I'm like that you can sustain and feel really great about. And that's one thing Facebook live is so wonderful, you know, is that you get that feedback immediately. So I would just say, just do something consistent, but anything I would not do once a month. Now, right now, the average buyer, it takes 14 to 28 times for them to see you, hear you, feel you, touch you before they make a buying decision. Holy schmoly. That's a lot. Yes. 28 times. 28. So if you're thinking I'm going to do a Facebook live a month and that's all you're going to do, think about how many times and how long it will take for people Over to two make years. a decision. Yes. <laughs> I do not want to wait that long, you know? So if you can do once a week and they don't have to be long, Facebook lives can be 10 minutes. They can be 20 minutes. You know, it's just all about consistency. And that is the key. That is the key. There is no magic. There's no do this webinar and become a millionaire overnight. It is about brand and message consistency in any brand from McDonald's, right? To the Kardashians, to, to you and I, it's all about the consistency getting out in front of people. That's what it is. It is. And, and I want to say, just start. Just start. Just start. Get over the fear. No, you're going to feel it. It's totally fine. It's great. You're normal. You're a human, right? So feel it, but then get really connected and excited about your purpose, about your passion. Know that one person. It's a game changer when you know that one person. And I say, you want to speak through the lens, not at the lens. There is someone on the other side. And if you don't picture them, we know it. That's all I got. 
That's it for today. Beautiful. <laughs> that was a perfect ending. <laughs> Carrie, we're going to link up in the show notes how people can find you. And I'm super excited to actually go to Carrie's training. And I will be sharing on Facebook Live for sure how that all goes. Maybe even some behind the scenes. So yeah, Carrie, I'm excited. And I'm excited for the listeners to have gotten so much juicy information that they are just ready to do it. Yes, do it. Go to sing.com forward slash 345 and there you will find links to Carrie Murphy and the show notes of this episode. You can still get on the waitlist for the Selfmade Summit and soon there will be a very special offer for only the people on the waitlist. So make sure you're on there before we send that email out. Thank you for listening to The Sigrun Show. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, please let me know that you listened by tagging me in your Insta story or Instagram post using my handle Sigrun.com and the hashtag Sigrun Show. I'll see you in the next episode. 